The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Once again, we really thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate every time you tune in to listen to us. I am uh, one of your hosts, Mike Noble, and I am joined by a guy who is sitting in a dorm room in Champaign, Illinois right now. Uh, Caleb Noble. Caleb, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Oh, just um, all right? Yeah, all right. I got, I've got a conference, a union, Champaign Union meeting I have to go to in a couple hours, and I'm not looking forward to that at all. Will there be a Hoffa or a Galanti or there's somebody else at one of these union meetings? I hope so. I want some, in, I want some intrigue. That would be fantastic. See if you can get a little inside scoop on. I will say anything. though, I will say if Jimmy Hoffa's there, I'll probably leave because I don't like ghosts. Well, what if Junior is there? You know, I mean, that would be groundbreaking for the city of Champaign, and I would be, I think it would. be okay with it. I, I don't really truly know what the Champagne mob looks like these days, but you never know. There, I did see a Fazoli's and a Pos- or an Olive Garden. So I don't, I don't think it's too. It's um too prevalent these days in Champagne. Okay. I could be wrong. All right, all right, all right. Fair, fair. Uh, well, everybody, welcome to opening day. Essentially, right? That this is our opening day. And hold on, MLB opening day extravaganza. How's that sound? Sounds great. I'm so excited, man. So am I. So my for those of you uh, who don't know, who are, uh, first of all, thank you for all of the follows on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we are really starting to see. Uh, that's really taking off. We really appreciate those of you joining in with us on the daily. We love it. But for those of you who don't know, Caleb and I will be attending opening day. Uh, first, to, I haven't been. Uh, I used to go to opening day with my wife for years. And then once I started teaching, I started coaching high school baseball. And it was almost impossible for me to obviously ever go to opening day. And Caleb was playing baseball. So this will be our first opening day together. Yeah, it's my first opening day. And I texted you earlier. I'm really mad at myself for not going sooner. Not like I had the means to do so because I had zero dollars. But um, I would have loved to have seen Bob Gibson and Lou Brock. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case because they passed away a, co- a couple years ago now. All right. But um, I'm very excited to see the, the Red Jackets out there, even though that list of Cardinal legends seems to get smaller every year. But I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's an awesome thing. Like I said, it's I have not been to opening day at the New Bush, so it was back in the day. I remember your mom and I going very, very some cold days watching a Willie McGee walk off uh, was incredible in, in his return, and I I believe that was ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere in that area uh, against the Expos, and it was like thirty degrees out, and we weathered it, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, so I have a question gonna, for you. It's gonna be fun. Really, really cool. Uh, we have fourth row bleacher seats, so that's going to be awesome. Uh, what is your question? Um, so every year, Willie McGee gets the loudest ovation there since Stan died. That's been like the big thing. He's always the loudest. Who gets a louder ovation, Stan, uh, him, Yachty, or Albert? Boy, I don't know. I, I, here's the funny thing. In my lifetime, 48 years on this life, most of the time I am late to whatever it is and end up paying more for everything. Right. This time we bought our tickets, what, three days before Albert signed and the tickets like doubled and tripled for some in prices. I, I'm super geeked to see Albert back. That ovation is going to be unbelievable. Um, He's hitting Yachty a homer for Wayno. Like I, you and I have been to many a Yachty and Wayno game and we've sat in the bleachers and watched them walk out from the dugout together to the bullpen. Then back after Wayno gets loose from the bullpen to the to the dugout and it's epic every time i have tons of pictures already it's gonna be it's gonna be destiny in that place i think i'm so excited um i think i might cry i think from that conclusion (laughs) i've thought about it a lot over the last couple of days when they introduce albert as a cardinal again i think i might i might break down and also like and you and i were talking about this earlier but this is the first time Nolan's going to come out on opening day to 45,000 people in Bush Stadium. Last year, remember, they had the limited capacity. And, you know, for a few of these guys, I mean, Steven Matz, he's his first opening day. You've got some of the new guys, Verhagen and those guys. Corey Dickerson, um, mm-hmm. you know, and a couple of the other, obviously, we talked about Gallegos, right, I think? There's a huge list if you want me to pull it up really no, quick. you don't have to, but, but it's but, so 
special. More, almost more players on the team have not experienced one than have, which yeah. is really cool for them, obviously. Um, Tommy. Tommy's been – I mean, how long does it feel like he's been a part of this team? He hasn't had one. Um, O'Neal's never been up for an opening day um, that's Bader. been sold out. Bader has 2019. Yeah, but last year, right? Like last year. Ba- year before- yeah, but 2019, Bader was okay, up on so opening day. Okay, so he was there in 19. Um, but, um, by the way, Austin. Corey Dickerson – no, oh no, no, he's not. That's what I'm saying. Um, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be really cool for those guys. Also, tidbit on Corey Dickerson, he's earned some of my fandom because he said he wore number twenty five for Big Mac. I know, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I so if he can hit seventy homers, <laughs> um, I think that'll that that that'll do um Big Mac some justice. All right, maybe I can bring him some luck. In '98, I think I went to fourteen games, and and Big Mac hit right around twenty home runs. But the most, I think, in those 14 games that I went to, every game that I went to, he had a home run. And including, we were there for number 62. So, like, hey, if Corey Dickerson does something like that, I will be in attendance for even more games this year than we were last year. To be fair, your odds were pretty good. He hit a home run in over a third of the games. <laughs> it was, and it seemed like at Bush Stadium, you were going to get one every night. All right, let, hey, I like, I am, oh, there's always something special about opening day. There has been since I, I can ever remember watching opening day it is a shame that baseball went away in my opinion 11 a.m central time the cincinnati reds should throw the first pitch it was that way for i don't know how many years and it just felt like all of a sudden they changed that but forever cincinnati played the first game on opening day i kind of don't love that major league baseball went away from that i don't really understand their rob manfred's hatred for traditions but i do kind of miss that but the fanfare what sucks about opening day the most is that they don't play the next day. Then you have to wait on a Friday, no game. That always sucks. I get it because of um, rain delays. Right. That always sucks because you get into you get into it if they have a big win, <laughs> and then the next day it's like you flatline and I know. you're not watching baseball again. But well, what's um, really cool is half the teams will be opening on Friday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's going to be plenty of baseball. Yes. I am so excited to have real baseball for every day until November. The, the thought of that after, you know, the lockout and the uncertainty of if we we're even going to get a season is juicing me up. And I think that baseball fans now, you know, knowing what they could have lost, it might there might be higher viewership this year because they might appreciate a little bit of the fact that they actually have the sport that they want to watch. I'm yeah. hoping. Yeah, you know, obviously we we're, we're baseball guys. And I think, you know, uh, shifting over to baseball last night, I'm not even going to – I don't even want to get into it. It was a rough Great night. run. Hey, Great run. big time first half, just big time shout out to Hubert Davis. I mean, absolutely a class act. But what he did with this group coming in, first of all, in a difficult situation, you lose Walker Kessler, you lose a couple other guys. Walton doesn't shoot like everybody expects him to. And he goes down to essentially a seven, eight man rotation for most of the time. Last night, he played six guys. McCoy came in for about a minute there at the end. Baycott was playing on one ankle. Caleb Love rolls his ankle at the beginning of the second half. You could tell they were exhausted. Shout out to Kansas. Uh, I mean, when you're down 15 to come back and, and the, they, they went on a run. Shout out to them. I, I, I'm tired of seeing the stuff on Twitter. What a choke job. Are you like, first of all, Kansas wins easily against Villanova. So resting their players makes it. And Carolina plays the most emotional game they've played all year against Duke in the final four and wins. I, Hey, I wanted almost to see a feeling. Win. I thought they were going to win, but you know what? I'm not even mad. No, almost a feeling that that was their championship game against yes. Duke. And, you know, congrats to Bill Self. He's been a great coach. Um, hasn't really been able to get over the hump as much as you would like to see because his top rosters are loaded every single season. But anyone that's hating on Caleb Love, I mean, that dude, the performance he gave to get a, give us the moments as Carolina fans that he gave us. Yeah, he had a tough night last night. He's a 20-year-old kid. I mean, he he was great, and I'm excited to see what he does in the NBA. But, I mean, it's just, I wasn't even sad, to be honest with no. you. I thought I would be. But because of the ride that team gave us, I mean, winning a championship in college basketball is about as hard as any sport in the world to win yes. one. And to get there, I mean, Hubert Davis coming – I mean, having to – um, what's the word? Having to come in after Roy Williams yeah, and doing what he did and basically making us not forget about Roy Williams – but not be sad that he's gone as much is remarkable. And, you know, I'm really happy for all those guys. And I don't, I I just really enjoyed it. I wasn't mad. I wasn't sad. It was just like, they had a great run winning in college basketball is not easy. It 
most teams don't do it like for years and years and years. And to be back there as an eight seed, I mean, I, mean, I don't think have about anything it. else to say. Maybe the most dominant team over the last ten years, they don't have a championship. With one, with one of the most respected coaches to ever coach in college. And basketball. I don't know the last time Kentucky won. It's been a minute. Like, it, it's tough. And here's the, the last thing I'll say, and then we'll obviously get back to our MLB opening day extravaganza because that's – I mean, why I'm, we're here. I am juiced for the season. Like, I am so juiced for this year. But the last thing I'll say is um, Caleb Love, first of all, there there is no UNC-Duke matchup in the Final Four if it's not for Caleb Love because he put us on his back in the – UCLA game there is no championship game if it's not for Caleb Love because he put us on his back against Duke and absolutely hit one of the greatest shots I've ever seen in a Tar Heel game it's not Jordan it's not Marcus Page it's right there though and you know that those are or Luke May all of those guys right all of those shots it's right mm-hmm. there and what he did look here's the thing he rolls his ankle early on in the second half. You can't tell me that didn't affect his shot in the second half. It had to. He got to the rim a couple times, and shout out to him. But you could tell his lift on his three was not the same. Also, he couldn't finish. I have no doubt that those guys were absolutely gassed after that game Saturday night. I think – I mean, you look at it. I mean, Baycott was hurt. Brady Manick took two massive shots to the face. He didn't look right. In the first, he took two I, shots. I think he might have been concussed, to be I honest with you. I do, too. And then Caleb Love hurts himself. R.J. Davis, hell of a performance with that guy, man. He's a stud. Also, Puff Johnson, shout out to Puff. Puff Johnson, great performance. He's puking because he got hit in the he – yeah. and he's puking. I mean, they Kansas basically took out four of our players I know. in a, a six-man rotation. And, like, I can't be mad that they didn't win. None of those guys were 100%. No. They were on the floor the whole time. Brady Manick with a gutsy performance after yep. getting – by the way, before we move on, because I'm really pissed off, Brady Manick against Baylor, elbows a dude in the face unintentionally. I know. Gets ejected. He gets fucking smacked twice in the face, harder than the ones he gave to that jack off from Baylor who deserved it. And he's and yeah. he and no flagrants. Not even a not a flagrant two, not a flagrant well, I one. I think he got the flag- what? He should have got a flagrant one versus Baylor. Everybody in basketball Fine. knows he should have But got why did he get a flagrant two? He got, out. he got hold on. He got he should have got the one because he did swing. <clears throat> That's the other it wasn't it was inten- unintentional. Last night was on it. He was going for a rebound. That was also unintentional. I get there was it. two of them. I know. I get Same it. dude. McCormick did it. McCormick it. hit five guys in the face yesterday, I think, and had one foul. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. Whatever. Well, shout out. Uh, I can't wait for the future. That The future in North Carolina is so bright. Like No, it's awesome. It's, no, it's always bright there, though. What a great yeah, program. Yeah, but I feel like Hubert, I mean, all him taking that team to the final four as, in his end of championship game, every prospect that watched those games, like, you, you can now – not the North Carolina, the name itself didn't recruit, but that just adds to it, I think. And the dude retired Coach K. I'm a freaking legend. <laughs> he said, not only are we going to come into Cameron and beat your ass in your last home game, we're going to kick you out of the damn league because yes. you're old and you look like Gargamel from Smurfs. That's what and he did, your, and it was awesome. your absurd farewell tour that you put on for yourself. Yeah. To be honest, though, Coach K, a lot of respect, great coach. Okay. But let's go to the Cardinals. Yeah, let's that's do that. What I right. I'm about. not going to even get into Coach K. All right. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit. I think we want to go through uh, – I mean, I, here's the thing. The, 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 the team has said, do you want to go through the team or do you want to just talk a little bit about the highlights? Do we want to talk about our expectations? Uh, what do we, we want to look – I know at the end of the show we're going to make our predictions as far as do you want to make the winners and then also the, the award winners. We'll do that like we've been doing on Twitter. Also, for those of you guys who have been participating on Facebook and Twitter with our question of the day, we greatly appreciate that. We've been getting a ton of interaction from you guys. And that makes what we do, like, that makes it so much fun for Caleb and I because it's great to hear from you guys instead of just hearing us. Like, you know, we sit here and talk and pontificate. We like to hear from you guys because we like to look at your perspectives and other perspectives. So that's been fun. How do you want to run this? So I have the roster in front of me. So I'd like to kind of go grouping-wise of positions and just kind of see what we expect. But before we do that, just one tidbit that I thought was funny today was I saw Matt Seward pumping up Dylan Carlson. Yeah. Which – and um, I just want to remind everybody when Dylan Carlson is an all-star and the top 10 MVP guy this year that he won him traded as a 22-year-old. Okay, so let's start with the starting rotation. Now, Matt, we love you, buddy. We love you. Yeah. We, let's well, start with the starting rotation. Because we will – I mean, everyone knows baseball nowadays. You live and die with your starting rotation. It's yes. just how it is. Um, Wainwright, uh, Hudson – I mean, I'm sorry. Wainwright, Michaelis, Matt's, Hudson, question mark. Um, it's going to be Hicks, Verhagen, Woodford is who's going to balance for that spot, we expect. 
Um, what do we what do you expect from this rotation? I mean, I expect Wainwright to be a mid to high three guy. He could be better than that, but I think you can pencil him in for below a four. I don't know how the DH affects his ERA. And you know, in the American League, it's hard to get below a three point five. But I don't know. I mean, I think it's solid when Jack is there. That's a solid five. But with the question marks, the injury history of some of these guys, I don't know what to expect from our rotation. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you, if this concerns you or if you saw this or if this, if anybody should take this seriously. But fan graphs usually spot on with a lot of their stuff. Like yeah, not, I'm not saying they're they're Nostradamus of baseball, but they did predict the Cardinals to be the 23, 23rd of 30 rotations. That's, that's, I mean, that is alarming. And I, and that takes into place or into account injury histories and everything else. So here's the thing. Wayno, love him. I'm not going to put anything by him ever. Like I, I will never do that, but he is 40 years old. Who cares? So is Verlander. Hold on, I'm, just, I'm just pointing out like you at, like I'm just pointing out what, what the reason I think fan graphs, but it's a 23rd. Michaelis, who knows? Steven Matz pitched great today. Yep. And I, I'm really high on him. You putting him in the middle of the rotation is my my X factor is Dakota Hudson. I have a feeling, as he is a member of the Bandits fantasy baseball team, I have a feeling that he is going to put on. I think he's going to have a great season. I really truly do. Is there a better young pitcher to fit with? I mean, obviously there are some great ones, but a better young pitcher that's kind of middling and you know trying to break that next tier that could fit on this team. I mean, a sinker baller that with great control doesn't walk guys can get you six and two earned any day of the week, and no one will be surprised. And he'll use his defense, and that's our best asset. Correct. I think I think our top – Michaelis concerns me injuries, and he's a homer guy, and you don't really want a homer guy with a good defense. But the other three – I mean, I think Wainwright, Matt, and Hudson will have pretty good years. It's just figuring out that four or five and what um, Flaherty is going to do when he comes back. Yeah, I, mean, I think good. that's a big question is how long are we without Jack? Because, honestly, we saw it happen last year. I know they went on a run. I understand that. But when he first got hurt, this team imploded. And, yeah. you know, I, I think he is really the glue to this rotation when he is healthy. Because it just takes so much stress off of everybody. When you Wainwright especially. When you out there going six, seven innings, which he can. I'm not saying he will. I know, I know his, he has a high pitch count at times, and I understand that. Let me ask you this while we're talking about the rotation. Were you, were I, we're not surprised. So we, I, we, were you upset that we didn't pursue another starter and kind of even when Jack comes back, go with the old Mike Godar. Hey, shout out to him because he has been talking about six man rotation. Or were you like I was and not shocked that they didn't get anybody? I've got multiple thoughts. One, I hate the six man rotation. I, I get it. I, um, I like it for the the Angels are doing it. I like that just for Shohei and Shohei alone. But I don't love it for us because we're struggling to find five. But um, my other thought would be Sean Manaya just went to the Padres for their 16th and their 8th best prospect. Why the hell did we not give him our, our 7th and our 15th and get Sean Manaya on our team? Well, here's tonight. Okay, let me answer that. I don't think you can simply say, hey, here. I mean, it's very possible, and I'm not – I don't know this. because I, I don't have all the things in front of me, so all of those prospect guys that are listening can come out and inform me, and I appreciate that. But it's very possible that the 8 and 16 for the Padres were better than anybody we had. It's not, though. Know. We have more guys in the top 100 than they do. Okay. So that's but, not. But what about the top 20? I, I, I'm not worried about then the Then give them three. I mean, Burl said, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, we could have got. Because here's the thing, Dad. What were the rumors going out there that they wanted Gorman, that they wanted Yepes, that they wanted Libertor? Not true. They didn't. They didn't want that. Well, we don't know. They would have gotten Ryan Weathers. Like, they didn't get those top rounds. The Padres don't have a deep farm system. They have a lot of high-end guys like we right. do, but they didn't give away those guys. I think so the question the is, we don't, they know, to, we don't know the conversations Mo had. I, I don't know. Like I don't We know, know at the very least what he went for, and we know that we could have packaged three guys instead of the two that are equal to what the Padres gave up. If you want to go look at who they gave up, they're not that great of prospects, and gotten him. But I, I want to be positive, so whatever. I mean, I'm not mad that we didn't go get a no. guy. Because we did get a guy, but paying high for starting pitching, I mean, the market was insane. Most of the guys that went, I wanted to pay Stroman what he got. I wanted to pay Rodon what he got. I mean, I, I like the possibility of this rotation. And I also really think Libertor is going to go down. I think he's going to I think he's gonna get his command and control, which is what they want him to do. And I think he's going to come up, and I think he's going to be pretty good. I think – Yeah. I also Jack, wonder great news. I also believe – and this, this is what I – here's how I look at it. I look at it two ways. One, I don't think they wanted Manaya who could walk next year, right? 
He won that's it, what it told yeah. me. They did they want to give him. up prospects. So hold on. They didn't want to give up prospects for Manaya to walk. But I also looked at two. It also maybe told me that they're not as concerned about Jack as I am. Right? Um, I, I wouldn't be concerned about him at all if I were you. So that's what I'm saying. So if you go get Sean Manaya, what you yeah, it tell, it's one of two things then. You're going with a six man rotation, or you're moving a nineteen million dollar guy in Miles Michaels to the bullpen, which they're first of all, the Cardinals have never done that. So that I, I mean, was not I like I kept saying I'd love to have Sean Manaya, but I knew there was zero chance unless Jack went on the sixty day DL that we were ever gonna see Sean Manaya or a pitcher come in before before the season starts. I mean, we have to be very, very happy um, with Flaherty right now. With the news that came out, first off, one, he says he thinks it's mechanical. That's why he's having some shoulder problems. If you're worried about the slap tear, don't be. He's had that no. for two years. Yeah. Mo came out and talked out of his ass. He did. And, he did. Um, and pissed off Jack again. But um, he's it, it's not really an injury. More so, he was his shoulder. If you don't know how injuries work, I mean, you probably do. But when you have an injury to any part of your body, the other parts of your body compensate to try and make up for the lack of strength you have. And that oblique causes shoulder soreness. He's fixing his mechanics, getting him back to where they were. And um, he's been out for 20 something days at this point, right, Dan? So I don't know. Is it that long? So it's been think... close to that. So if they thought Jack was going to miss months of time, they would have retroactively put him on the IL like Correct. they did with Reyes, which means he'd be out for even like a month would be what it would have been. And um, the fact that they didn't do that, Mean that I they probably think he's back in May. That's what I'm probably going to start building up, which is great. And 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 you have a lot of off days coming up. You can you can man you can maneuver and you can finagle that number five starter. Like I said, what I love Sharmani, yeah. But and, and you and I've talked. We are we are sitting on a bunch of blocked prospects right now. But that yeah. could be very beneficial from the trade deadline. So we don't I'm make moves at the trade like, deadline. I've been very critical of Mo on a lot of things. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go after him on this one because it just did like all these people out there on the, on Twitter, the Cardinals Twitter wanting to add a pitcher like oh we need depth and pitch you're not gonna just go sign eight starting pitchers and no tell it's just that's not a thing this isn't fantasy baseball so, no you and then you have to eat the money and cut them right? or DFA them or, like, or here's the thing bullpen where they're gonna be very pissed because starters everybody get paid way more than bullpen guys. So going to be we're just not that's like it's not even reality. Um, hey, you okay? Today I, I did I did post out a tweet out today. Uh, for those of you who saw the lineup today, I'm, I'm, I'm you want to talk about this? I'm pretty sure this lineup today is uh, what we're going to see opening day. Do you agree? Yeah, that's been yeah. confirmed. Um, that's what I, we're oh, see. I, did the opening day lineup has already been confirmed. It's not. He said pools will be in the lineup, and then well, I knew that. Change it from that. Um, Carlson at first of all, Carlson leading off. I've been calling for Carlson to lead off. For two years now, so I love it. I love to. I know. I know we didn't address the five hole, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. I. What are you? What are you like? I, I mean, he's. Our I best, love Dylan my Carlson. Opinion, he's our best leadoff guy. He might. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he's our top three hitter this year for us. Okay. I, I love Dylan Carlson. I've been high on him forever. I think he's going to become a superstar. A lot of people don't think he has that ceiling. I do, and I think this year. I mean, you saw him down the stretch last year. And he was incredible. Yes. I think he's just going to continue to get better. Yes. Um. Look, and, and I've been vocal about this before, and I, you know, whatever, and it, it is obviously it's whatever. However, I, I don't love Goldschmidt in the two hole, but you cannot I love argue it. with what he did last year. So I don't care. Leave him there and leave Tyler third and leave Nolan four. That's a pretty damn good top four. Can I be honest play. with you? I love Paul Goldschmidt in the two hole. Okay. The amount of times Tommy or Carlson would get on, steal second or whatever, or get a double, and then Goldie would get a hit, and then you just won nothing off the bat. I mean, the amount of times that happened, and then you got Tyler and Nolan to back him. I mean, here's my thing, Dad. Those three, whatever, wherever you put them, Nolan needs to be four. I wouldn't put him higher than that. But wherever you put Tyler and Goldie, I mean, you get that leadoff guy on, you've got three guys that can get him in. I, I, I love agree. It. In my mind, Tyler O'Neill is the perfect number two hitter in this lineup. The best hitter on the team is Goldschmidt. I like him getting the most at bats he can get. Okay, fair. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to argue over it. To do better 500 I, I in spring. Me, here's the reason why I say that. When we get down to 8-9 and you've got Bader and Edmund at 8-9, then all of a sudden you have Carlson, O'Neal, Nolan, and Goldie. Like, that's instead so much speed and potentially, like, just so much, I mean, so much traffic on the bases for, for uh, Nolan and Goldie. But, again, like The I flip said, side of that, though, you put Tyler at three, you kind of you spread out the speed a little bit more. Yeah, so. but I don't know if you want to – 
I don't know if you want to put him behind. I mean, there's that's another. I mean, Goldie's a great base runner too, and he he's is. not slow. But Again, guys, I, I, I kind of really would love Tyler. I'm not mad at the lineup. All right, I really I like it. I like to kind of finagle things. That that's on me. But uh, obviously, you no, know, we're going to see Albert leading off hitting. All right, I mean, on opening day, hitting fifth. I think that is the DH spot. Uh, let's just hope they can produce because any if anybody and if our DHs can produce, I mean, heck, between he and and Lars and Dickerson, they could have an eight hundred over an eight hundred OPS. That's the high. That's the high bar, but. I mean, I'm, Pools had 950 OPS versus lefties last year. And what was like, that's not? You know what Dickerson's was versus righty when he was healthy? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. I guess but, it's good. Uh, it but. was pretty good. But here's my thing, Dad. I mean, you let those three, him, Nupar, and Pools go out there, and if none of them earn the spot, I mean, the trade deadline's there. Like that, their, their first month, and this is great for when Jack's hurt as well, really light. They have four games against the Brewers, which obviously you get four against the Brewers. That's tough with that pitching staff. But um, it's pretty light. I think I'm okay with them going into the season not knowing what their lineup's going to 100% look like in their 5-6 hole. Because, I mean, they have ways to, to do something about that, you know? And Juan right. Yepes is still going to be down there. If he hits well again, call him up. I mean, they've got options. And I, I don't mind the 5-hole being that. I, and it yeah, doesn't I mean, worry me that Pujols and Yachty are in the same lineup. Dickerson, Dickerson in, in 20 and 21 obviously struggled a little bit. Last year – not too bad with Toronto, uh, but if we go back to 2019, I mean, he had a 906 OPS in the National League, and in 2018, he had a 804 OPS. I mean, if if he can regain, he looks good, by the way. Like he looks in shape and he looks ready to go. He takes great at bats. He he's from the Midwest. I mean, he said he always wanted to play football. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, and then obviously, you know, and and I got into a discussion today with a guy on Twitter, which I thought was a really cool discussion. It's almost impossible to put Yachty in this lineup. Like, you have to. I get it. But wherever you put him, he's sort of a pain in the butt. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess. He's still, he still has some left in the tank. That's the thing. I, I guess mean, he still has a huge I'm talking about his speed, year. dude. His speed, I mean, yeah, the speed sucks. The speed sucks. But, I mean, you look at some of the players around the league. I mean, Yasmani Grandal is one, uh, just as slow as Yachty. I mean, would you yeah, be afraid it. of putting him in the lineup? I get it. No, 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 no. I get it. Grandal. But – I think this team has so much speed that those two, I mean, I think I, I think I tell both of them, try and hit home runs, please don't hit singles. That's almost right. what I tell them unless there's an RBI opportunity out there. And and let's keep hoping the Paul Dion reclamation pro- process continues. He's been great. Uh, he's been at 1.36 OPS this spring. Like two he's been bombs, great. nine RBIs, he's hitting 435. Hey, I have said it on multiple accounts, and I, I am also on the record of saying I did want Trevor Story. I will be honest with that. But I've also been on the record saying I have a feeling that Paul Dion has a bounce back year this year. I don't know what that looks like looks like. I'm not predicting anything major. I'm not I'm not gonna go out on a limb. I just have a feeling that he has a bounce back year this year. And I'm hopeful because if he does, this lineup is so long now with, with Harrison and, and Tommy at the bottom where they should be. Uh, I I'm a big fan of the lineup right now if everybody does their job. Can I tell you what makes me really excited? Two things. One, Paul DeYoung struggled last year. I think he might have been a little comfortable thinking his that job was his because he got paid. It's Sosa who's like, nah, I'll take this job from you in a second. So hopefully he has some urgency. Not saying he did it, but hopefully he has a little bit more. But I love the 8-9 of this lineup. I love Harrison Bader and Tommy Edmund at the 8-9. That is something to dream upon. That's a Bader single and a Tommy two-bags double from a run any time of the game down there at the bottom of your order. I love that. I, I do really too. Love. Thank God, by the way, for the DH. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's going to give Carlson more RBI opportunities. Tommy, hopefully he goes down there. Him and Bader just run like crazy. That's what I want from them. I want them to get on base, run like crazy, and get the guys <laughs> at the top of our order as many RBI opportunities as possible. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to Palante for making the opening day roster. That's pretty I cool. I am so excited about that guy. Yeah, he I think he's going to be the next stud. I hope so. I was telling you, remember earlier in the spring, I told you about it. I was like, this guy's crazy. Yeah. He throws 100 miles per hour. He has a nasty curveball. I really, really like him. And I also I think, think – Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I know that they're going to – I mean, obviously, the, the when does the roster shrink? Um, They don't know yet. They're saying for a month. I wouldn't be shocked if they just keep it like this the whole time. Really? I would I would be shocked by that. But they And, and there's some questions there. I, again, it almost makes you wonder why did we go out and sign Whitker and Brooks and – Hagen, but we'll see. It's depth. That's what people want. It's depth, but you know they can eat the money if they have to. I mean, Brooks is probably the guy, the odd man out. You're looking I think at so. here right now, but I mean, maybe he goes out there and pitches well, and then it's someone else. I mean, yeah, if anything, but, it lights a fire under 
Um, Cody Whitley, who was great last year, to do it again. Ryan Helsley to come back and be great. Um, Woodford, I mean, you could obviously see him gone as well down the minor leagues again. So there's a lot of options for them. I would hope that if Wickren or Verhagen, one of the two, is horrible, I would hope that they will cut ties and just eat the million dollars they gave them. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do that, but I would hope that they would at least DFA them and or try and trade them to somewhere. Well, that's how it's very good this spring. I, mean, I love Ryan Owsley. I love our I love our bullpen. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't love only having I mean our two lefties, McFarlane had a tough spring, but um Cabrera's really good. I really like our bullpen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. What said, do they do when Reyes comes back? I, that's I mean, I think that might be if, if Brooks isn't pitching well. That's your that's your difference there. I mean, Wait, we're gonna have to cut three guys then from. Yeah, this. that's true. That, yeah, I mean, hey, that's again. First of all, here's one thing we know: like somebody, not <coughs> somebody's going to get hurt. We know that. Oh no! So, or somebody's not going to be very good. Like w- that's how baseball works. It does feel like the baseball guys always understand when somebody's coming off the DL just in time to put somebody else on the DL. So, so we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Here's the thing: this is the best thing about opening day. And it's like no other sport in the fact that even though we know that the Pirates are going to suck and there's going to be – the A's are going to suck. But every team tonight and tomorrow night and Thursday night if they play Friday will go to bed thinking we have a shot to win the World Series. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. I mean, that's a fact. I mean, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of teams. I'm really happy with – I'm really happy with what's happened out of spring, all these these young guys getting called up, Rodriguez and Bobby Witt. Um, and the Marlins going out there spending some money. I mean, those teams have something to be excited about. And I, I like that a lot. I'm glad teams aren't – other than the um, the Pirates who fuck them, I hate them because O'Neill Cruz should be on their team. He's one of their best yes. players. But um, other than a couple of teams, I mean, there's, there's stuff to be excited about. There's a lot of young talent in baseball right now. And opening day, I mean, it's – you always go through that thing in your head. I mean, the Giants, what they did last year, you always think, what if my team does that? They surprise right. everybody. So right. that's what's exciting. The Rays every year. Yeah, I think they might regress, but we can talk about that but later. Who knows, right? But but it, it is like the, the the air is full of optimism right now. It right? is, and I love. I just love baseball. I'm gonna be honest with you. And and like you said, last year's Giants and then the Braves, like these teams that you know just get hot and get going, anything can happen. And we've I mean we saw with the Nationals a few years ago, they looked like they were dead in the water, and the next thing you know, they go on a run and they win the World Series. Um, it's it's something like I said for me personally, it's the greatest opening of any sport. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Because we have been on the calls about maybe needing to add another bat. I'm looking at this team. Take DH out of it. Um, the eight positions on the field. How many teams would you take over the Cardinals' positions? Because I think we have one of the best outfields in baseball, and I think we have the best corner infield in baseball, maybe besides the Braves. And then I think our middle infield, ton of promise, great Besides, well, I mean, I, so would you take Riley and Olsen over Goldie and Nolan? That's that's a pretty good question. Only because of age. Yeah. But I for this year, probably not. Yeah. But um, it's it's a very small list of teams you'll take that that group over. I, I mean, agree. a group over yeah. with the yeah. promise, the depth. I mean, the depth, how young they are. I really like it. Oh, same, same. Um, I I'm not gonna lie. And I, I will say this, and, and you will continue to bash me for it. I'm still always nervous about Tommy Edmond, but but I love him. So he's such a productive player, Dad. You put him down the nine hole, especially. I, agree. I mean, a guy that can get you, the guy that hit forty doubles last year and stole thirty bags. Is it time? Give for me him that. To, is it time for him to give up switch hitting? No. Okay. No. He tried to bat switch well. hitters there. You got him and Carlson. That's gonna. Yeah. I mean, with this three pit, pitcher minimum, the way the lineup shakes up, and with the way we've got. Like you said this to me the other day, this is the best bench. Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was somebody else talking to you. Or whatever. Who somebody said it to me the other day. Uh, our bench is dramatically better than it was last year. Yes, I mean because you're gonna be better. You're gonna have. I mean, new the fact that Newbar stepped up, really good, and looks like a guy that we can count on to hit pretty well and at least give good at bats has changed the outlook of this team dramatically. I dramatically, because now you have him and Diggerson or Pujols, whoever's DHing that day on the bench. Sosa, we know he's been he was really good last year. We know he can do off the bench. I mean, he's just a fire now, starter. One for big the team. difference, what I will say is off the bench, not what it was last year with the DH. Like, you know, you're you're not going to DH for that main eight that you talk. I mean, pinch hit for that main eight, like you said. So I am a little worried about uh, 
very few at bats for Lars Newbar. That does. I'm not. You think I'm not. you think he plays twice a week? I think every time Albert starts in the, against a lefty and then a righty comes in, I mean, him or Dickerson, whoever's hot, they're going to put in. And that's a good I, option, I, option I, to I have. I agree. It with says that. get hot and you earn, you earn yourself some at bats. And, and obviously, you've got to spell Tyler and Harry and DC in the outfield every once in a while. But those guys need to play. If they're healthy, they need to play 150 games each. Yeah, I mean, and, if, and, and what I really hope they don't do is fall into it because we don't have, let's be honest, there's not a, a DH here like the, a Jordan Alvarez where he has to be in the lineup every day. So if you have, I mean, you can give Tyler, Harry, or DC a day off having DH, I which agree. is a much lighter day. Or and Goldie. you got Lars, or Go- um, Lars in the outfield. I mean, there's a lot of options here. Goldie would be in as much as possible because I want him at first base. But, yeah, you can do that, obviously. The, I mean, him and Nolan have to be in the field as much as possible. That's the, that's the thing. That was You took the words sort of out of my – like, we don't really have a guy to play third base <laughs> outside of Nolan. I mean, you can move some guys around. I mean, Tommy played there for a whole season. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying, like – I'm excited to see what happens with Lars Newpar if Nolan Gorman gets called up. There's a lot of questions. Yeah. The, There's some trades to be made at the deadline. If I think so. Up. Like, I think if this team is right there where I believe they're going to be. They will be. Come, what is it? They move into August 2nd or August 3rd, I just saw. The trade deadline was one. August, August 2nd. Okay. I just saw the, the tweet the other day from MLB. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I think it's there to where we don't have to worry about, hopefully, knock on wood, going to get Jay Happ and John Lester. No shot at those guys, by the way. They were I'm great. Saying, I love right, John Lester. Agreed. Agreed. That's why I said no shot at those guys. But, you know, who knows where we are? Who knows what we need? Um, I it, I am pitching. <laughs> I can't stop saying it, how excited I am for Thursday. Uh, so I was watching Talking Baseball, the John Boy Media Podcast. Shout out to them. They're awesome. Um, but the thing that they said that got me really excited about this team is you know these guys that we're not going to sell. That's not the floor for Correct. this team. Because there's no one you can sell. No, you can't no. sell Wayno. You can't sell Pujols. You can't sell Yachty. And you can't sell Nolan. You can't sell Goldie. They're not going to sell. There's nobody for this team to possibly no. sell. No. So they're going to be looking to add, hopefully, at the deadline. So, I mean, if there's anything to dream to dream upon as a Cardinal fan, they're going to be in it the whole year. They yep. just are. They always are. They will be this year. I think this team is dramatically better than last year because the steps forward that have been taken by Harrison Bader, Carlson, O'Neill. New bar. Um, and I mean, I'm going to tell you what, I love Dakota Hudson. I think, I think he, he first off was great last year when he came back, but in 2020, if you'll remember, he was our best pitcher I know. He was our best pitcher before he got hurt. And Nobody the fact you slide him in talking about him, I know. And I saw him in at the four. I love it. Yeah, me too. And I think, and I had this discussion with somebody the other day, I think he could end up being your one or two. Like you could go back to where it's Jack Dak. Right off the bat, and, and my God. Man, I mean, again, Matt. in my opinion, the numbers Woo. don't matter until you – and I, I told you this the other day. The numbers, in my opinion, don't matter till you get to the postseason. So, wherever – whoever slept that – if everybody – again, it all – and every team is saying this right now. Every – the whoever is doing the more you noble podcast in, in Oakland or San Diego or Houston is saying the same thing. You have to stay healthy. Like, it all comes down to health. And I don't think there's a podcast in Oakland. They're all depressed right now. <laughs> there's got to be somebody. There's got to be a couple dorks like us sitting in a basement with, talking about this, which is Talking awful. about Frankie Montas and everyone, no one else, because there's right. no one else there. But, yeah, so I, <coughs> I can't say it enough. Um, the health and, – and also, if you look, like, we talk about the blocked guys, but that is also so much insurance when you've got Gorman and you've got Yepes and you've got Burleson and you've got Brendan Donovan, who, by the way – what a, I really like him. Had. I really like him. Yeah, I mean, you, that, first of all, okay, one, I will continue to tell everybody who listens, go to as many Cardinal games as possible. There's nothing like it. But also, if you have the ways and the means and the time, go down to Memphis. It's not that far of a drive. They're I loaded. On, I plan on making that trip a few times this summer because, one, I want to see Libertor pitch. And, two, I want to see these young guys. Go to Springfield. Find where Jordan Walker is. Find where Mason Wynn is. This this Cardinal system, kind of like what you talked about with the Padres, very top heavy, not not as deep that we know of yet. Delvin Perez, where's Delvin going to be? There there are we got some dudes. Ivan Herrera, right? Yes. We Here's got the thing, Dad. In our farm system, you want to be excited about anything. If there's a team in the league that needs to have a top heavy farm system instead of a deep one, it's the team with all these young guys that we've got that are going right. to be staples for a long time. Now, the I mean, one thing that I do wish we had were a lot more ponies in our stable when it comes to the starting pitching. I yeah, do. unfortunately, those ponies got attacked by a big bear. 
They really and, did. <laughs> and they're gone. That was, good. <laughs> Thank that you. was pretty good, yeah. Uh, and yeah, two of those ponies are going to be probably two of the top pitchers in the National League this year. But hey, we're not Wait, he gonna... might be one of those might be brought up later when we're talking about our award predictions. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're not going to get into the negative stuff because it is all it is all optimism with this team. And I all right, so let's wrap the let's wrap the Cardinal talk up. Sure, can this team win the division? Absolutely. Will this team win the division? Yes. Now let me ask you, what is your prediction on wins? Let's make our first prediction of the day. I think the Brewers are – I think I can pencil them in for 90 wins. So, if we're going to win the division, it has to be over that. I'm going to say we go 95 and someone help me with math. 77. 67. 95 and 67 is what I think we will finish the season at. 28 games over 500. Or the guy on Twitter who said 56 or whatever he tried to tell me. That's – don't even acknowledge those people. <laughs> That's <laughs> like Orioles level. Wasn't math. very good on – wasn't very good at math. Um Okay, I think ninety wins wins the division. I don't think the Brewers. I don't. I, I think don't the Brewers think are winning ninety games. That there's top there. I mean, Adrian Hauser, the stud. He's their four. I, I understand. Imagine us going. Can we trade um, rotations and can we keep our lineup? I, I do not like their offense. I know that they. I know that they have the good starting pitcher and they have the good bullpen. But we also know again injuries. Like uh, it's just I don't know. I think the card. I think the Cardinals win it at ninety and seventy two. But I am, That's where they were at last year, Dad, and they were the second wild, wild card team. I understand. I don't think that happens this year. I th- I don't know, man. The 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 wins in this – it's not like it used to be, Dad. It's not the 90 wins wins your division anymore because there are so many teams like the Pirates nowadays. They're so bad. Are you telling me this team is going to only win 90 games with a middling Cubs, a terrible broken-down Reds with just Joey Votto in India, and a, and a Pirates team that doesn't even have major leaguers on it? You think they're only going to win 90 games facing I, those three got teams that much? Dude, I, I don't. five games less than you. Well, that's, Bob, that's what I'm saying is like 90 and 72. Think about how poorly we played for three months last year and still won 90 games. All right. All right. So I like your optimism. Okay. I, all right. All right. You talked me into your 95. Like that's what I'm saying is that the division is so bad. And this is the last year of us being able to beat up on the teams in our division because next year it goes to playing every team in the league once and the divisions get weird after that. But I think, I mean, I think there's an opportunity to really beat up on the bottom feeder teams in our division, which are three of the five. And I think, I mean, the Diamond and the Rockies are bad. We play them a lot. Well, not a lot, but you know what I mean. And then, I mean, the what are the Nationals and the Marlins? We don't know. But there's a lot of wins to be had in this National League if you're uh, if you're a high-end team. I agree. So I say 95. I want to be surprised if they get higher. All right. All right, I like it. But, Get Jack back, make it through the first month, and see where let's we go. go. Let's go. All right, you want to go to awards? Yeah, let's go. Let's do that. Um, all right, let's start in the National League. All right, all right. we're a Cardinal team. Uh, and, and for those of you, again, for those of you who follow us on Twitter, thank you very much for being part of this. For those of you who don't, you can find us at more underscore noble on Twitter and at Caleb Noble 08 on Twitter. Uh, I've been trying to, we've been trying to post questions of the day. And for this week leading up to opening day, we've been doing the, uh, Predictions of the week, which, by the way, we will have our final one tomorrow, even though we're going to kind of reveal uh, who we think it is today, which is okay. That's fine. Which, well, it won't be out until tomorrow, so. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, there we go. There we go. All right. Um, all right. So, let's start with the National League Rookie of the Year. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, i got to remember who I have. National League Rookie of the Year. Camilo Duvall. My oh, pick is right. Camilo Duvall. He's on my fantasy team. Got for seven bucks. And the dude just does smoke. I mean, 102 with movement. He's nasty. He looks like a young, skinny Kenley Jansen. And he's going to be their closer. I don't know what these predictions are about him not being the closer. He's a stud. I, I think he's going to pull off a Devin Williams type year and win the rookie of the year. Second time in three years for a reliever. All right. Well, I wish I could remember who I had. Well prepared. <laughs> hey, just give me two seconds here. The prospects well, I, in the I, National League aren't as literally just drew an absolute blank. Thought I had right. everything I needed right here. And okay, we're going to talk a little bit more about Camilo Duvall. Looks yeah, like he throws hard. <laughs> He's really good. He's on the Giants, who just they're a pitching factory nowadays. Somehow turned into oh that. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Just make up a pick, then make up a name for God's sake. This is hilarious. I can't. I can't do Bobby it. Bobby with the third. Well, we'll get to that when we get there. Um, Joey Bart. Oh, the Giants, huh? The battery. Yep. Yep. My, yep. Joey Bart is my pick. Uh, replacing Buster Posey. 
I just tough, I don't know. He's been kind of a, he's been a, a massive prospect for it seems like forever, even though he's not very old. Uh, I just have a feeling that he's the guy. I know that obviously Suzuki's the he, right now. He's the odds-on favorite on FanDuel. Um, Hunter Green, who I you know also he. I Cincinnati. love Hunter Green. He's so I don't good. know what's going to happen there. Um, I just, he's very I, I good. Just like Joey Bart. I just I, you know I'm interested to see Jay Abrams. I'm really interested to see what he does. In Did he get the call yet? Or is he up? Haven't heard. Don't know. If I don't think they've announced. The final. Yet. Don't know if they've released that or not. I assumed with uh, Tatis hurt that he would be, but I have. I would heard. assume so too. I think he might end up being a center fielder, left fielder, just because Tatis is going to want to play shortstop. Yeah. Anyway, um, so All we're right. going to go to the National League still. Uh, let's just let's just go with each award. So we'll go American okay. League Rookie of the Year. All right, you go first. Well, I think we have the same guy as Bobby Witt Jr. for me. We don't. Oh, I got J Rod. The okay. J Rod show. I think he's he's playing center field every day. Kelnick's moving over the left, I believe. Yeah. I think he's going to be Luis Robert, but a bet, but I think he's going to be like Luis Robert. I think that's what his ceiling is. And um, I really like him, man. He's in a fun team. He's in a fun – that stadium's going to be electric in Seattle. I am so excited for that. And yeah, I, I, think, I, think he, and... I think he's got a 40-homer potential, gold-glove center field potential, and I think he's got 30 stolen base potential. The guy is just a freak of nature. And that team has the guy that nobody ever remembers. That's Mitch Haniger. Well, he does is go out and put up solid numbers every year. Just signed out his arbitration this year too, which is good for him. Yep. So, and I love Kellenic. Uh, yeah. I, I, hey, I'm I'm on the Bobby Wood Junior train, but so I have good. no problem with your pick. I think those two might be fighting for that, and they both might be in the MVP conversation. That's how I'm good I think both those guys can be. National League Cy Young. I got Sandy Alcantara. Oh, oh, dude, former Cardinal. I told you he was going to show back up. I love Sandy Alcantara. The guy is just a machine. He had two blow-up starts last year that really got his ERA up. It would have been a 2.7 if you take those two out. He's playing in the biggest He's playing in the biggest um, stadium in baseball. He He's just gross, man. He's one. He's a guy that you look watch a pitch, and you're just like, I would be horrified to stand in the box against that man. And you can get and, him at plus 1,600 on FanDuel. You put 10 bucks down, he wins it. That's 160 bones. He's really – he's just – I'm really – I was really impressed with him last year. I got to see him in person. The guy is just – I mean, he's a gamer, man. I, I'm a big fan of Sandy. Yep. Uh, I went with Walker Bueller. Uh, probably Lame. the trendy pick. He's everyone's pick the last four years. Well, Scherzer's the odds-on favorite right now. Followed Is by he? Burns and Bueller, but – Can I bet against it for Scherzer? Because uh, he's not one of the Cy Young. The dude has a hamstring problem not already. not against it, no. Your odds would be very bad also. You <laughs> Are bad. you sure? But okay. he has Scherzer at plus 700. Bueller's at plus uh, eight or 950 right now. But I, I'm going with Walker Bueller. I just have a hunch that he just – I think he becomes the dude this year. So that's just just a guess. I think he's already the dude. Could be. All right, let's. Go I mean, he was what top five signing last year. Uh, AL MVPs. Do what? AL. So we're just starting NL, haven't we? Oh my god. Okay, NL. We MVP. haven't done AL Cy Young. First off. What well, we did? Yeah, didn't we? Good. You know, well, I don't I know who yours I is. I think I'm having. <laughs> it I think I got hit like Brady Manick did. Maybe. All right. All right who's your AL Cy Young? You go for it. Go first. Okay, Shane I gotta think for a second. Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber's really? Yeah, plus seven hundred right now. The only person with better odds than him is Garrett Cole. I just think the Bieber. I, I don't know. Again, a guy in Cleveland. Hey, read the rebrand is on. The Guardians are in, in the house. I just I love his the way he throws. Um, I I just love everything about Shane Bieber, and I just have a feeling that this is his year. You know, I, I'm going with Kevin Gosman. I think yeah. that team is going to be very exciting. I think Gosman's a stud. He slept on, and I think he kind of that rotation's so deep. I think the pressure's off of him a little bit this year. Um, I, I just I like Kevin Gosman. I like him in that stadium, and I think he's going to play really well. I, I think you should put ten bucks on all your picks because he's plus two thousand. Yeah, I mean, so I think the Cy Young. I want to be surprised if the Cy Young in the American League is a guy that we're like a Robbie Ray again, where he just comes out of nowhere, just because the picks and that the pitching depth and. That league is just not the same as the National League, where there's odd, yeah. like clear favorites to get up there. In that, I really, I really like that Guardians pitching staff, and I, I just think Bieber's their 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 guy. And I just have Bieber's an incredible man. Yeah, I, I'm still a big good. fan. I'm a big fan of his, and I just have have a hunch that that's the guy. So and his brother, his brother Justin, makes good music too. He does. He does. Um, my mama don't like you. Okay, no, we're not doing this. Okay, National League MVP. <laughs> Um, All right, National League MVP. This is this will be uh, today because you'll be listening to this on Wednesday. Today's Twitter poll will be National League MVP. Uh, you go first, Paul Goldschmidt. All right, he's never won one. 
I've never seen him have a spring that's even good, let alone this hot. And if he can do what he did last year for the second half the entire year and lead this team to the first place in the division, uh, I'm taking Paul Goldschmidt. He's never won one. He's been top five a lot. He was eighth, I believe, last year. I like Paul Goldschmidt to go out there, bat over 300, hit 35 to 40 homers, and drive in over 100, and I think that'll be enough. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going with back-to-back Bryce Harper. Well, I get this third, MB3. I just feel like he is, you know, he came up at such a young age with the expectations and obviously was incredible. He's already won two MVPs. I feel like he is, it's almost like he's overlooked. And we talked about this before on in, in the league. And even though he won the MVP, it, it feels like he's found a home in Philly. They added Kyle Schwarber, who, if you didn't see the nuke he hit yesterday, go watch it because that thing might still be going. I, I just have a feeling that that lineup and him hitting right smack dab in the middle of it, uh, I think they're going to put up a lot of runs, and I just have a feeling that it's Bryce. Hall. I I just get he's the best player in the National League in my opinion. I think he he's wins not. I, he's okay, not. I know you, you love think he's better than Acuna. I think he's better than Acuna, Tatis, or Soto. I I definitely better than Tatis. He has two MVPs, dude. <laughs> what? Well, Tatis had forty-five homers in like one hundred and thirty games last year. When did year? Tatis win an MVP? Okay, he's not better than Juan Soto. What, has Juan Soto won an MVP? What's he better? He's not better at any part of baseball than Juan Soto. I mean, we'll see. Homer, I mean, yeah. Okay, I'm going Bryce Harper. He's just not. He's not. Okay, okay but take that back. Juan Soto's go so Juan good. Soto? Then why did you not go Juan Soto? Because I think he's going to lose some, some votes because his team's going to be so bad. Oh, okay. All right. All right, fair. All right, so let's go to the, let's go to the AL MVP. Uh, you go ahead and start. AL MVP, I'm going to go with Mike Trout. Mike Trout, I think I think the Angels are going to – I think they're going to fight for a playoff spot. I don't know if they're going to get in. And I think he's just going to come back and, and just light it on fire. And I paid a lot of money for him in my fantasy league, so I'd <laughs> like to have him do that. But I, I did the I same think, for Bryce Harper. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think, Sho, I think Shohei's going to have some regression this year. To what extent, I don't know. I just don't believe that almost 50 homers and a 3.8 ERA, whatever it was, is sustainable. And I think he's going to have to pick up some of that slack offensively. And I think he's just going to do it. I think he's going to be healthy finally. And he's going to get his full season of dad strength. And he's going to he's gonna win MVP again. All right. I mean, I can, it, you can never bet or argue against Mike Trout. My pick is Rafael Devers from the Red Sox. Wow. Uh, potential extension year. Uh, he and Xander, are, who are best friends, I get the feeling. Uh, just following Will Middlebrooks, for those of you not following on Twitter, you need to. He's an awesome follow. He interacts quite a bit with everybody. But he really brought up a good point today, and, and I actually picked Devers a couple of days ago when we put this out um, before I read the, the Middlebrooks tweet that, that he thinks they're going to lock him up here in, in the this season or very quickly after, which will also lock up Xander. And I, I just have a feeling, I mean, he looks so good right now in spring training, and I know obviously you can't put every stock into spring training, but I just feel like he is one of the biggest rising stars in this game. And I have a feeling that Boston's going to be better than anybody thinks. So I'm going with Rafael Devers. If he plays the same the same level of defense he's played the last two years, would you still vote for him? I I understand that. I completely understand that. But yes, I I think I think he's going to hit 40 plus home runs this year. It's almost hard not to pick Shohei. I know, if he's I 70 percent of what he did last year, he's going to win it again. I agree. I, I agree. 100%. But that's boring, and we're not boring on this podcast. But uh, do what? I said, but that's boring, and we're not boring right. on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to say – I'm not going to get into managers of the year. Like, we're not going to get into all of that. Let's just stop there. Um, I, Scott Service. Do we want to make a way too early World Series prediction? The uh, the winners? Just for shits and giggles to see who I gets there. can't go against the Cardinals because I'm too excited. Um, yeah, let's do it. I'll go Braves repeat against the White Sox. Okay. I think the Braves are the best team in baseball. Okay. I love that lineup. I think it's just disgusting. And they lost Freddie Freeman. I think they got better because they got Acuna and Ozuna back. I and, and they got Matt Olson. And Matt Olson. Like that team's ridiculous. And their bullpen is the best in ba- is second best in baseball. Uh, I think I think the White Sox are just going to take a huge step forward again this year. All right, all right. I mean, I don't know how you argue against that prediction. I'm going Braves Red Sox. Who wins? Red Sox pitching is bad, Dad. You might want to rethink that. I, I understand. I they don't have Chris okay. Sale. He's a broken Let me rib. walk you back. Let me walk you back. All right. I'm going 1990s Braves Blue Jays. That's that's what I'm going. That would I'm be going. so much fun. 
A White Sox Blue Jays. I, I think the Red again. I will stick to my point that I believe the Red Sox are a playoff team, and I think they will be better than everybody believes. They're the fourth uh, the team that division hurts them, but I'm going to go with the Blue Jays and the Braves. I think a Red a White Sox Blue Jays ALCS would be electric, and I it really would. That. It really would. And, and I hope the Mariners make some noise. We will also find out who is and who isn't vaccinated because we, if you if you can't go to Toronto, then we know. What a joke Toronto is. But <laughs> Canada. Like, you know what's going to suck for the Yankees who have Aaron Judge not vaccinated and some other high-end um, talent, <clears throat> Anthony Rizzo, not vaccinated when they're going in to fight for their division and the Blue Jays just destroy them because they don't have the team out there. Agreed. Yeah, it's going to be – hey, I again, every team goes to bed tonight, tomorrow night, Thursday night, whatever, just read – like, knowing that they're a playoff team. And I love that. I just love that. So I'm so – and I want to shout out the Mariners real quick. Jerry Depoto, great offseason. I am so excited that Julio Rodriguez is up. I cannot wait for that team. I think Logan Gilbert could be a sleeper pick for the Cy Young as well. That's the team I will be watching the most at 9 o'clock when the Cardinal games are over or 10 o'clock and Western, they have Western games. I, I hope that team rivals the Astros for that division because that would be a lot of fun. Also, I, I, also, I want to see the Angels relevant. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I want to see Trout and Otani in a playoff series. Yeah, obviously we need our full picks for. I don't really. Need, we don't need to do that. Like, there's no need to like for us to pick every single no. thing. That's that's not our style. So we might do but, that at the half, at the halfway point of the season, and see where teams are at. But there's yeah. so many question marks heading into a right. season. So many surprise teams. It's hard to do. Um, I said it last year. I'm going to continue to say it, and I know that again that your really non-massive baseball fans got pissed off by the lockout, and I understand whatever. However. Baseball, to me, the game itself is in a very good spot. And the players are what make the game. It's not the owners. It's not the salaries that the players make. It's not how much you have to pay for a PBR, because I don't care what it is at Bush Stadium on uh, – well, I guess I'll have to go with Budweiser. But you know what I'm talking about. I, whatever. I don't care. I, I, it's not about that. Uh, the, the game itself is still as awesome as it's ever been, and it is in such good hands because of the young talent in baseball. Guys, if you don't pay attention, hey, Apple TV now has two games a week. Um, did I see TNT or TBS has two games a week? Obviously, Peacock is getting work. some games as well. Do what? I believe Peacock signed the deal to get some games as yeah, well. I don't know what Hey, shout out to the cock. Okay. Yep. Speaking uh, of which, Doug Edert entering the transfer portal. Yeah. <laughs> Had to go back to college basketball. He would fit great with the Tar Heels. If he, I, or he can come up here to Champaign if he wants. Oh, yes, they did lose. Play. Well, I, rumor has it we're losing a guard. Guard, losing a guard. Yeah. Curbelo. Um, he's a Jersey kid, right? So it'll be interesting to see what he does. Maybe he goes to Rutgers. Oh, he's gonna go to Connecticut, isn't he? Well, our senior go to UConn. Coach. That'd be cool. Yeah. Anyway, we went off track. I had to go with the cock right, reference. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like I said, the players, the players make the game. Enjoy it. First of all, you're gonna. I mean. Streaming services are, are blowing up with all these sports deals. I, I don't don't be shocked if Amazon gets in this game, if Netflix gets in this game, if Facebook gets in this game. Whoever you want to fill in, when you when Apple starts to go, everybody seems to follow. So uh, it's gonna be awesome. I'm I'm geeked. I'm geeked for baseball everywhere. Uh, if you have the MLB package, hey, I think they're running a special on it too. You can get those late night Shohei Otani games and Seattle Mariner games and Dodger and Padres games and Giants games and fill in the blank games, right? Yep. I, I, West Coast baseball is awesome. Go watch it. It's great. It I is. It. it is. And it's a shame that a lot of people around here don't. And I, I mean, that's, that's to MLB's detriment because, but I do believe now the time Apple zones and Peacock and TNT getting into their TBS, whichever it is getting into the game, we're going to see more West Coast baseball and that's good for everybody. And it's good for the brand. Yeah. It's awesome. And there's the most talent on probably on the West Coast in any, any in baseball. So Absolutely. I mean, I'm very excited. I can't wait. All right. Parting comments about uh, opening day, the Cardinals, anything you need to, to get off your chest before you have to go hang out with Jimmy Hoffa Jr. and the union. Hey, do not let them date. Whatever you do, do not sign any paperwork. Don't go in the car if they say they want to go on a trip. I, well, um, eh, yeah, maybe. But I think you're safe. Just be careful the questions you ask. Okay. I, I'm not asking any questions. Okay. I will be writing I think something okay. down. Um, you look around for suspicious packages before you walk in. But I'm going to say, if you have any money that you want to sprinkle on something, Pools is hitting a home run opening day. Ah, I'm just going to say it. That, He's hitting that, one. 
that place might one. crumble if that happens. He's gonna hit one, and we're and we're gonna win because it's the Pirates. And yeah, I'm just put money on Pulis at home. All right. Every time he comes back, he hits one. Now he's here. He's hitting one. He looks great too. Baseball is back, and that's the best thing. Uh, Unfortunately for some of you listening right now, I guess that means more of Caleb and I because uh, obviously baseball is our number one love, and we're going to try and start doing these some more. I I think. Well, I mean, we haven't fully established this, but I do think we've got some pretty cool uh, upcoming changes once the summertime hits and Caleb gets home. And uh, I think we got a few things under our belt that are going to be pretty awesome to enhance the experience with you guys. Uh, also to make the podcast even better. And that's all because of you guys. So we greatly appreciate it. Anything else you want to throw in there? No, I think that's it. I'm excited. Uh, go cards, go get out there, go see it. Can't, we will be at Keener Plaza. What at 10 30 AM? No ballpark village. Sorry. Ballpark village. Yeah. I mean, early 10 30 AM rocking it, ready to go. I cannot wait. Go cards. All the young Jersey on. That's the lucky one. I'm wearing it. All right. I love it. Pulling it out. All right. All right, you better bring a hoodie because I think it's supposed to be chilly. Oh, I don't know if I can fit into that the young jersey with the hoodie on under it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, guys, once again, we can't thank you all enough. You're the absolute best. You make what we do so much fun. Uh, once again, continue to follow us on Twitter. Give us a follow on Facebook. Interact with us. We love to hear from you guys. You're, it, it's the best part of, our, of, of everything we do. Uh, find us on your uh, whatever platform you're listening to us right now. Please rate us, subscribe, whatever you have to do. Give us a five-star rating. It, it greatly helps us out. And we can't thank you enough. Here is to what is about to be one of the greatest baseball seasons, I believe, in Cardinal history. Yeah, so, agreed. Everybody, have an awesome day. Take care of each other. Stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Noble.